0: Hi there, this is Jacob Msiba, the Senior Pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today, and I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message, and God bless you. We are continuing with our theme, uh, Living Your Dream. Living Your Dream. I don't know about you, but I have made up my mind that I am going to live my dream. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but it is the year to live, and I am going to live my dream. Uh, That is one thing that I have decided, that this year, in the year to live, I am going to live my dream. I am going to dream it and I'm going to see it, I'm going to handle it, and I am going to enjoy it. There are many people who dream it and see it, but never handle it. Others do handle it, but never enjoy it. God, you are not enjoying it. There is the possibility to enjoy your dream. And I prophesy you are going to enjoy your dream. Amen. So under the same theme of the month, my subject is I am a prisoner of my dream. Let me connect and then we get on with it. It looks like I I can't connect. I don't know what's going on. But it's okay. Let's do it. I think it's because of the. Is it because of the internet? Can I connect now? Okay. When I'm just a prisoner, when I want to connect, balance. I'm a prisoner of my dream. When I want to connect. But not, that I I I am connect connecting man. Okay, just go back and then you can just display my scripture. I'm a prisoner of my dream. Somebody shout, I am, a prisoner of my dream. I am a prisoner of my dream. Please turn with me to the book of Genesis, chapter number 39. I'm going to read verse number 20 to verse number 21. Genesis chapter number 39, verse number 20 to verse number 21. The Bible says, Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph. And showed him mercy. And he gave him favor. In the sight. Of the keeper. Of the prison. Father we thank you for your word. Bless us in Jesus name. Amen. There's something. That I have seen. Under the sun. That when. You arise to finally leave your dream. The enemy will always be after you. The enemy will always be watching you. That each and every time when you are just sitting down and you have no dream and there is nothing that you are busy with, there is nothing that you are pursuing, the enemy has no business pursuing you. But as soon as you arise, to live your dream he begins to watch you he begins to pursue you that's why the bible says in the book of first peter chapter number 5 verse number 8 it says be sober be vigilant because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour he does not devour those who have nothing against his kingdom he seeks to de- to devour those who are arising to become everything that god wants them to become the enemy wants to restrict us he wants us to keep us he wants to keep us within certain limits so that we do not realize our dreams but i want us this morning not to be fearful because the lord is with us. Each time we arise to pursue our dreams, to live our dreams, as much as the enemy is watching us and pursuing us, we need not to be afraid because the Lord is with us. Luke chapter number 22, verse number 31, the Bible says, and the Lord says, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you. So we have someone who is busy praying for us in heaven. The Lord Jesus Christ himself is praying for us, even though the enemy is trying to pursue us so that we do not realize our dreams. So each and every person who is alive today, it is either you are prisoned by your past or you are prisoned by your future. You are a prisoner, you are a prisoner of something. It's either you are a prisoner of your past or you are a prisoner of your future. Some of us are enslaved by things that happened to us a long time ago. We are in prison of our past. How many know that when we are talking about being imprisoned by your past, we are not talking about living in the area where what you are imprisoned by happened. But it is living in your mind. The place is living in you. You are not living in the place. People have left the place where they were damaged. People have left the places where they were hurt. People have left the places where they failed. But they did not leave the experience behind they took the experience with them and they end up being imprisoned by the experience even though they are no longer in the place where the experience took place. Somebody say amen. Amen. If there is anything that you must run away from as a child of God is to be a prisoner of your past. Never allow yourself to be a prisoner of your past. The enemy wants to keep you as the prisoner of your past in such a way that you end up behaving like the person who failed instead of behaving like the person that you are right now. There are people who are taken out of toxic relationships, but when they are blessed with good relationships, they toxify the good relationships because they are prisoned by the experience. Never be a prisoner of your past. Rather be enslaved by what is ahead of you. In fact, God prefers for you to be a prisoner of your future rather than a prisoner of your past. There's a man called by Robin Sharma who once said, Never be a prisoner of your past. Become the architect of your future. You will never be the same. In the book of Psalms, chapter number 73, verse number 24, the Bible says, you guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. God has a glorious destiny for each and every one of us. And he wants us to be those who are imprisoned by the glorious destiny, by wanting to realize the glorious destiny that he has for us. Therefore, there is no need for us to be stuck in what did not go right in our lives. There is no need for us to be stuck where we failed. There is no need for us to be stuck where things did not work out for our good. There is no need for us to be stuck in the past where things did not go right the way God wanted them to go in our favor. Somebody say amen. amen. It, says, it says, you guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. That's what God wants for us. He wants us to be led by him and not by the enemy. But the enemy does not want us to let go of our past. That is why You are holding on to what happened and what has hurt you. That is why when you are outside of the situation, you always ask somebody, why are you holding on to this thing that is hurting you so much? It is because the enemy wants you to be a prison of your past. He he wants you to think that there is nothing better that can happen rather than what you have experienced before. That's what the enemy wants All the time. That is why he sets snares for us on the way so that we can be held captive by our past. But I see someone breaking loose from their past, even this morning under the sound of my voice and reaching out for their glorious destiny. In the book of Philippians, chapter number 3, verse number 12, the Bible says not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. He continues to say, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, of which I will advise each and every one of us this morning, that if we can just do that one thing, That Paul did. He says one thing I do. In other words, he made it his mission. In other words, he made it his assignment. He says one thing I do. Forgetting those things. So this then says to me, forgetting is a job. Forgetting is a work. You go to work to forget. He says one thing I do. It's not about you saying it's going to happen on its own. You intentionally do it. Forgetting those things that are behind, he says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. He says, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So Paul here says, this is one thing that I do forgetting those things that are behind but some of us in most cases even though yes indeed and for the point that i am driving home yeah, yes it is the things of the past yes it is the bad things that have happened to us that we need to make sure that we forget and we press on to what the mark of the glorious destiny that god has in store for us but some of us need to also forget even the good things Because some of us cannot reach forward because of the good things that have happened in the past. How many know that you can be imprisoned by a successful thing that happened to you and you end up not reaching forward for a better thing that God has in store for you? Some of us need to even forget achievements. Because they can cause us to think we have arrived. Some of us need to practice this scripture even to what a breakthrough that God has given us. Because we can easily think we have arrived. May we never have the arrived mentality. May God never give us a a, a room to have that mentality of thinking that we have arrived because there is more in God than what we have already seen. So it's not about forgetting that which is behind. You also need to even forget the, the successes of the past. and press on, and press on, and press on. We are not there yet. Mfundisi always tells us when we are having our uh, Tuesday meetings, every now and then he comes back and tells us we are not there yet. There is still a lot that God wants us to achieve. Let us press. So I'm here this morning to also encourage you. There is still more that God wants to do in and through your life. You need to press. Forgetting those things that are behind Press on towards the mark of the high calling. Forget the past. Forget the past. Forget the bad things that have happened to you. Forget the the things that have caused you to see yourself as a failure. The blood of Jesus is there to take away each and everything that has happened in your life. And then you can be able to press forward to a glorious destiny. Somebody say amen. Amen. We need to choose to not allow bitterness to control us because we can be imprisoned by bitterness, by hatred, because of the injustices that have taken place in our lives. And then when we have bitterness, we are not able to press forward towards that which God has in store for us. Somebody say amen. So it might not be a physical prison, as I said, just like we read maybe with Joseph, but it can be a prison in your mind that wherever you go, you are still imprisoned by your experiences in such a way that you can even mess up the present because of living in the past. Somebody needs to let go of the past this morning. Somebody needs to forget the past this morning, and say, Lord, I leave it in your hands. I leave it as my past. I press on towards the mark of the high calling. I press on towards the glorious destiny. The reason that I press on is because I know you have not changed your mind about me. Even though somebody did not love me enough to stay with me, but you have not changed your mind about me. Even though somebody thought I am not educated enough. But you have not changed your mind about me. That's why I press on. The glorious destiny still stands. And I'm going to forget what is behind. And I'm going to press on towards that glorious destiny. Somebody say amen. Amen. So now, as the children of God, we are free prisoners. We are free prisoners. Our God is a God who gives us freedom, but also to be prisoners. The Lord Jesus Christ declared that he has come to proclaim liberty for the captives. He said he has come so that he can have us receive our sight back. He said in the book of Luke chapter number 4, Verse number 18, I've come to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. He has come to set us free, but also to imprison us. He desires for us to be set free from our past mistakes. He desires for us to be set free from our failures, he desires for us to be set free from sin, the life of sin and the life of bondage so that, we can be, so that we can be prisoners of our future, so that we can be prisoners of our glorious destiny, so that we can be prisoners of our dreams and the dreams that he has placed in the inside of us. I'm sure last week we learned the fact that he is the giver of dreams. He is the one who gives dreams. So he then comes so that he can set us free from our past, so that he can set us free from sin, so that he can set us free from a life of bondage and give us liberty only to imprison us to the, to the, to the dream that he has given us and to the will that he has for our lives. Somebody say amen. So God sets us free from our past so that we do not live in our mistakes, so that he can heal us from our disappointments, so that he can snatch us away from the enemy who always wants us to be imprisoned by our past so that, he, so that we can be able to pursue that which God wants us to experience. Somebody say amen. amen. So the freedom that God gives us releases us to the plan and the purpose that he has for our lives. Because in the book of Jeremiah chapter number 11, the Bible says, I know the plans that I have for you. They are to prosper you and not to harm you. So God has plans for each and every one of us. So when he releases us from this prison of the past and of sin, he wants to imprison us to the plan and the purpose that he has For our lives. Now, there are different kinds of prisons that we can be confined with. There are different kinds of prisons that can confine us in our lives. Number one, the prison of Satan's will. The prison of Satan's will. That is the worst prison you can find yourself in. Satan's will. And Satan is so cunning in such a way that when he wants you to live in his will, he does not disclose that this is my will that you are living in. He disguises it so that you think it's you who wants to do the things that you are doing. Only to find that you are well in the will of Satan. He wants you there. It's the worst prison ever because he cushions you in this prison and you become comfortable in it. And then when you have mastered it, he leaves you by yourself to self-destruct your life. So that then when the consequences of the prison that he has confined you in, doing his will, when the consequences begin to take place in your life, he's not there. He lets you deal with the consequences all by yourself. It's the worst prison ever. The worst prison ever. God wants to deliver every person from Satan's will. He wants to deliver every person from this kind of prison. This is the reason why Jesus came. This is the reason why God sent Jesus himself to come and die for us at the cross of Calvary. So that he can take us, take us away from Satan's will. Hallelujah. So many people today are living in the will of Satan and they are trapped in things that have have been given beautiful names. They don't know that it is the enemy who is bounding them and controlling them by the things that they think it's their own doings, only to find that it is the enemy that is trapping them In the prison of his will. That is why we need to guard our desires. Because the enemy works through the desires. He wants to trap us in his will through the desires. You end up desiring things that are going to trap you in the will of Satan. So each time you have a desire, check. Is it in the will of God? If it is not in line with the will of God, the desire may well be a door to a prison to the will of Satan. Somebody say, amen. amen. So use these things to keep us preoccupied so that we don't seek the kingdom of God and its righteousness. That is why then God in the book of Matthew says, seek ye the kingdom first and all these things will be added. The enemy wants us to rush, to rush after things to desire the things that actually even belong to us, the things that we are going to get eventually from God. But he will cause us to desire them before time so that then he can keep us in his prison. Somebody say amen. Amen. Satan knows that one thing that makes us free is the truth. The truth about our past. And he will keep us away from the truth. And that truth comes from the word of God. That is why you will see people being happy and very much alive when we are singing. But when it comes to the word, they don't pay attention. It is because the enemy wants us not to know what is it that is the truth of God about our lives. So that he can keep us in the prison of his will. That is why we go back home even though we are at church every Sunday and powerful messages are are prepared and are, 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 are preached every Sunday with God knowing in his mind that you are going to be here so that you can be taken away from the prison of Satan's will. But when you go back home, you go back home and you are defeated by the very thing that was being preached here. Why? Because the enemy does not want you to know the truth. So you need to guard yourself against this prison of Satan. He is able to cause us to live in the prison even though we are Christians. He is able to cause us to live in this prison even though we come to church every Sunday. And then we go back and we live a life that is not worthy of the dream that God has for our lives. A life That is not in line with the plan of God for our lives. Why? Because we don't know the truth. We don't know the truth. The Bible says it is the truth that will set you free. It's only the truth that will set you free. Nothing else. Your your education will not set you free. There are many people who are educated, but they are bound by Satan's will. In the prison of Satan's will. Many people who are intelligent... But life, they can't, they can't, they malfunction. Because they are kept in this prison. They don't know the truth. So contend for the truth. Contend for the truth. Somebody say amen. Amen. And need to forget about everything that Satan said we are. And focus on knowing who does God say We are. Somebody say amen. Amen. And that you can only know when you know the truth, which is in the word of God. We are free and we are blessed to pursue and to fulfill our God-given dreams. Somebody say amen. amen. Number two, human will the prison of human will. Human will being the will that comes from you, your own will and the will of others. Many of us are still in bondage and we remain incarcerated in our own prisons, the prison of our own will. Some of us, remain imprisoned by people's will the apostle peter once said in the book of first peter chapter number 4 verse number 3 said for we have spent enough of our past lifetime in doing the will of the gentiles it is possible that you can spend a lifetime doing somebody else's will somebody imprisoning you in their will there are people who are following certain kind of religions because of the will of others it is someone else who love that religion and has imprisoned you in it and has told you that this is how things are done many of us will never realize our glorious destinies because we are imprisoned by the will of men. People are telling you that things are done in this way and you don't even question it. You don't even check it by scripture. You don't even check it by the plan and the purpose of God for your life. It's the will of people imprisoning you in your life. Somebody say amen. There are some of us who are doing many things. Not because we want to do them. But it is because we seek validation of our friends. We seek approval of our friends. We seek approval of those who are around us. Some of us have been so damaged, maybe by things that we have experienced in the past, in such a way that we don't love ourselves enough. Maybe we've never experienced love before. And each person that pretends as though they love us, they imprison us in their will because we want to be loved by them. Some of us, there are things that when we are all by ourselves at night, we know that we were not supposed to do that, but we did it to please somebody. We did it to please somebody. We are imprisoned by the will of man. Some of us are imprisoned by our own will. Have you ever had someone who says I'm doing it because I want to? Even though it's going to destroy your destiny, but you want to. How many things have you done that are not in line with the will of God for your life because you wanted to? You are imprisoned by your own will. It is your own will that is derailing you from reaching your glorious destiny. Somebody say amen. Amen. Some of us seek to please our friends. Some of us seek to please our families. We are living in the boundaries and in the limitations of what they think about us. Many people love saying, "Eh, what are people going to say? We are imprisoned by the will of men. It's the prison of human will that people are going to approve or people are not going to approve of what I am about to do. Many of us have missed destiny moments because we said, what are people going to say? Destiny moments that God placed in front of us, but because we live in the prison of the will of man, we then missed those moments and I pray even this morning that if we have experienced that in our lives that there was a destiny moment a destiny time that God destiny window that God opened for us but because we were trapped in human will, we thought about people instead of doing that which God wanted us to do in that destiny moment I pray that God may bring back that moment for us because now we know better that we are no longer supposed to be imprisoned by the will of man or by even our will for that matter some of us don't do things that god prompts us to do because of our own will and that is one thing i always say lord maybe if we get a chance in heaven i will ask god why did you give us our will Honestly, I feel like we can quickly and softly land in destiny. Softly land in destiny. If it wasn't for our own will. Because God gives us the choice. He once said, See, I have placed before you life and death. Choose. But God, even, I mean, I want to live. But there are things in the inside of me by reason of being a man that causes me to be drawn towards death because I'm dust. That is why when somebody dies, they say dust to dust because I am made of dust and I'm always pulled towards the dust. And it is my will that is used by the enemy to pull me back to the dust. Lord, why did you give us our will? Because... Belzot, left, city left without thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Without wondering if I want to or not. Belzot, my would I must give. I would just yeah. do it yeah. without even processing yeah. my needs. Yeah. Because I have no will. Yeah. But he gave men his will. He says, I would rather have you choose life, but you have a choice. Hey, one day, I have a story that I always tell a cat. So now, this cat, they place cheese and milk in front of the cat. How How cruel is that? The cat loves cheese and the cat loves milk. And you say, choose. I'm human, I'm drawn to dust. I'm drawn to death all the time. You say here is life, here is death, choose. But I'd rather have you choose life. (laughs) The Bible says, Is there something? For those who don't understand, you see, Zulu, the cat fainted. Because the cat wanted to go for the cheese, but the milk was calling. Wanted to go for the milk, but the cheese was calling. God gave us our will We need to be in control of our will Because if we are not in control Of our will We need to Dominate In as far as our will is concerned Our spirit Must dominate our will Somebody say amen Amen That's the prison that we need to come out of. Because we insist on doing what we want. We insist on desiring what we want instead of following what God has revealed to us for our lives. The Bible says there is a way that seems right to a man, but it ends in the way of death. Proverbs chapter number 14, verse number number 12. Verse number 12. And also um, Proverbs chapter number 16, verse number 9 says, therefore, it is not wise for us to choose our own paths instead of choosing that which God has in store for us. Somebody say amen. So the Lord Jesus Christ was also once tempted to do his will. And I love the Lord Jesus Christ because he is the petting son. God gave him his will as well. It's not only us. It's not that God is being spiteful to us when he gives us his will, when he gives us our own will. He wants us to develop a muscle of not giving in to our own will. Jesus was also confronted by the will of God and his own will. But the Lord Jesus Christ passed the test and he said, I will do it my way, but nevertheless, not my will, but your will. May God bless each and every one of us with a nevertheless on top of our will, with the nevertheless, even when we desire things, with the nevertheless, when our will is becoming stronger than the will of God. In our lives. May God help us. Just like he helped his son Jesus Christ. To say nevertheless. Here is this thing that is in front of me. It is causing me to want to do my own will. But nevertheless. My will is very much appealing. Because my will is in the realm of the flesh. And I also am in the flesh. So my will will always be more appealing. Than the will of God. But may we always have a nevertheless. Yes, you will have moments where you feel like this thing that God wants me to do is hard. And the one that I will to do is easier. But I pray that when that moment comes, may you remember the nevertheless. Your will be done. Not my will, but your will be done. Somebody say amen. Number three. God's will. Number three is God's will. The prison of God's will. As we have said earlier, even though we have been made free through the truth of the word of God, that he came to liberate us, that he came to set the captives free, that he came So that we may be free from our past. So that we may be free from our failures. So that we may be free from the prison of Satan, which is sin. But also, he wants us to be his prisoners. He wants us to be prisoners of the Lord Jesus Christ. He wants us to be prisoners of his will. So that we can fully, fully, give ourselves to doing the will of of God for our lives. So when we are fulfilling our dreams, we are doing the will of God for our lives. We need to be those who understand that each and every dream that is in the inside of us is supposed to be a dream that comes from God. Supposed to be a dream that fulfills us and also fulfills God. That is how I describe destiny. That destiny is not supposed to be one-sided. When you say you want to reach your destiny, you need to be a person who is willing to understand that destiny is not supposed to fulfill you alone. But destiny is supposed to fulfill you and God. Both you and God must be fulfilled. Both you and God must say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Then you are fulfilling the destiny that God has for your life because he says he has plans for us to prosper us and not to harm us he has an expected end that he has for our lives he wants to achieve something in and through our lives so when he gives us the dream it's a trap he is not giving you a dream so that you can just live a good life he is giving you a dream to fulfill his own dream for your life so within your dream there is a dream that God has for your life. Somebody say amen. So it is important that you pursue the dream that you are given by God. Not the dream that you are imprisoned by Satan in. And not the dream of the will of man. Not the dream of your own will. But the dream that is within the will of God for your life. Somebody say amen. So the ways of God are higher than our ways. He takes us through His ways. And His ways are uncomfortable. God's will is very much uncomfortable because even the Bible says we must enter through the narrow gate. Why must it be narrow? Because you must enter alone. And you must not bring baggage with it. Must not bring anyone else with it. Must enter all by yourself. Dear wife, it's narrow. Dear husband, it's narrow. My children, it's narrow. God does not have grandchildren. You go to him for yourself. It's narrow. You enter all by yourself. That's why even the things that you have been carrying they are slowing you down and they are making it even narrower. You can't go through it because you are carrying too many baggage. That's why he says forgetting those things that are behind. We press on because we know that the gate to what that which God wants he has in store for us is narrow. Somebody say amen. He takes us through the paths that are uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. But we need to stick to His will for our lives. The prison of God's will is the best prison that we can find ourselves in. Simply because God's will is fulfilling. God's will is the kind of a dream that you will enter into, that you will live, and you will be fulfilled. There are many people who are climbing and driving the best cars in the land, but inside those cars, they are not fulfilled. There are people who have climbed the corporate ladder. They are high up there, but as high as they are, they are not fulfilled. There are people who wear the best clothes, but they are not fulfilled inside those clothes. But if you have achieved any dream by the will of God, you will be fulfilled. Even if you don't have what others have, whatever it is that God has given you, you will be fulfilled by that which God has given you. The prison, that is the will of God, brings about fulfillment. God's will activates provision. It is in the will of God that you will be number one fulfilled. It is in the will of God that you will be provided for. It is in the will of God that you will have the resources to make your dreams possible because he is the one who gives the dream and he is the one who gives the resources for the dream and his resources are mainly found inside his will. In his prison, the Lord will cause you to do things that will make your dreams possible. Maybe you've been wondering how are my dreams going to come to reality? It is only in the prison of his will that your dreams will become a reality. God's prisoners are prisoners of hope. You will be full of hope if you allow yourself to live in the prison of God's will. This is the best place you can ever find yourself in. People No longer have hope in this world. People are no longer hopeful. That is why people end up being depressed. That is why people end up even not actualizing their dreams, realizing their dreams, because they have no hope. They just sit down and give up. At one thing not going right, they sit down and give up. And say, this is no longer going to happen in my life. There are people who give up on their lives at their 20s. They are 40 today, but they have not been living since they were 20. They have not been living. Why? Because they feel like there is no hope for their lives anymore. But this morning, I want you to take yourself back into the prison, which is the will of God for your life. That prison is, is the kind of a prison that you want to take yourself into. I've heard people who say they have given, they have issued a warrant of arrest over me and I handed myself in and today I want each and every one of us who have been issued a warrant of arrest by God himself that you take the warrant of arrest and you take yourself don't even wait for anybody else take yourself to the prison of the will of God for your life and I am telling you in that prison you will be fulfilled in that prison you will have hope because the hope does not disappoint that what the Bible says even though others think that nothing is going to come out of your life I'm here this morning to announce to you that even as you take yourself back to the prison of the will of God for your life you will have hope Again, in the prison of the will of God, there is hope. And hope does not disappoint. Even as you wait upon the Lord, the Bible says you will renew your strength. You will mount up with wings as eagles. I want you to understand that when you are in the prison of the Most High God, in His will for your life, you will mount up with wings. Don't be afraid to wait. That's the language of promotion. In the kingdom of God That's the secret of promotion In the kingdom of God That's the key key To your next level You run by waiting In this kingdom There will be hope No matter what If you allow yourself To be Imprisoned By God The best prayer that you can ever pray as a child of God who wants to have big dreams in your heart and to fulfill big dreams and big destiny for God is that the will of God may be done in your life May pray that the will of God may be done in your family we pray that the will of God may be done in your career in your business that you say nevertheless not my will but your will The prayer that you need to make is to ask God to fill your heart with the knowledge of His will. The Bible says that we may know His will at all times so that we may remain in His calling. There is a place, Joseph, where king's prisoners are kept. King's prisoners in this kingdom of our God are kept in a place called the will of God. Prisoners of hope in the kingdom of God are placed in a place that is called the will of God. And if they stay there, just like Joseph stayed in the prison, if they stay there and they become prisoners, they become those who are imprisoned in the will of God. They are going to experience favor yeah. just like Joseph. Joseph did not experience favor on the streets. Yeah. David, uh, Joseph did not experience favor when he was doing what he wanted to do. Yeah. Joseph did not experience favor when he was doing his will. Yeah. David, uh, Joseph experienced favor when he was kept inside the prison where the king's prisoners are kept. That is the place where you are going to experience favor. Why must you experience favor? Because favor is the number one sponsor of your dreams. Without favor, you will never realize your dreams. Without favor, you will never experience the the plan and the purpose of God for your life. Favor is access. Favor is kindness. People that you want to open doors for you so that you realize your dreams. You require favor for them to be able to open those doors. Favor is the number one sponsor of dreams. And if you want favor to sponsor your dreams, you need to be confined within the prison where the king's prisoners are kept. And that prison is called the will of God. Somebody shout the will of God. That's why you will experience the greatest favor that you've been looking for all along. You've been trying to accomplish your dreams by your own strength, by your own might. There is an element which is a system in the kingdom of God. It's called favor. And it's only found where the prisoners are kept. Be the prisoner. Be the prisoner. the will of God I pray in the name of Jesus as we stand just pray for yourself Lord help me help me help me not my will but your will help me I want to experience your favor the reason why I have not been experiencing favor I've been pushing with my own strength Because I've been doing things with my own will Not my will but your will be done Not my will but your will be done Not my will but your will be done Oh God of heaven The giver of dreams Even as you have given me these dreams Help me Help me Help me Help me help me. Somebody needs to hand themselves over. Somebody needs to hand themselves over. Somebody needs to hand themselves over. The warrant of arrest has been issued. The warrant of arrest has been issued. There is a place called the will of God where you are needed. Position yourself for favor. Position yourself for favor. It's been hard. Yes, it is hard without favor. Dreams are hard to achieve without favor. Dreams are hard to achieve without favor, But favor is only found in prison. We surrender ourselves. We surrender ourselves. We surrender ourselves. Your will. Yes, your will. Yes, your will. Yes, your will. Your will. Your will. For someone this morning, that's all that they needed to do for things to begin to shift in their spirit, for things to begin to shift in their lives for the next level to be unlocked in their lives that's all that they needed to do but you came to church this morning oh what a mighty God we serve you came to church the warrant of arrest has been issued we render ourselves oh in the name of Jesus here we are Lord here we are Lord Imprison us with your will. Imprison us with your will. Your will. And your will alone. Not Satan's will. Not our will. Not human will. But your will. May we be the prisoners of your will. And in your will, that's where our dreams are. In your will, that's where provision for our dreams are. Lord, that's where we are fulfilled in your will. Oh, we hand ourselves over. Hand ourselves in. We want to be imprisoned by your will, Lord. In the name of Jesus, so that we can experience favor and fulfill our destiny. So that we can experience favor and realize our dreams in prison where we are favored thank you that even as we surrender even as we have come to hand ourselves over to be imprisoned by your will thank you that you release your favor upon each and every one of us just like you released upon Joseph just like the favor that was re- released upon Joseph, Lord. We thank you. That we shall reign over that which people thought was going to kill us. Because we have relocated to the prison of your will. Things that we could not do last week. We have changed positions. Starting from tomorrow. Tomorrow. We are operating from the prison of the will of God. Where favor, where favor is. Not our strength anymore. Not our strength anymore. We are limited. We are confined in our will. But today we are relocating to being confined where there is freedom, where there is liberty, where there is favor, where there is fulfillment, where there is peace that surpasses all understanding. We relocate right into the center of your will where our dreams will be realized. If you believed in that prayer, shout, Amen. Clap your hands and bless him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.